we're going to be looking at Romans chapter 6, verses 1 to 11 this morning. That's the scripture reading for this morning. Romans chapter 6, verses 1 to 11. It'll come up on screen. I'm going to read that out for you. What shall we say then? Shall we go on sinning so that grace may increase? By no means. We are those who have died to sin. How can we live in it any longer? Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were therefore buried with him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. For if you have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. For we know that our old self was crucified with him, so that the body ruled by sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. Because anyone who has died has been set free from sin. Now, if we died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. For we know that since Christ was raised from the dead, he cannot die again. Death has no longer has any mastery over him. The, the death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives he lives to God. In the same way, we count ourselves dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. This is the word of the Lord. This morning, uh, Pemia, Varun, and Varsha are going to be baptized. And as they enter into the waters of baptism, later today in the pool that's just across the hall, as they enter into the waters of baptism, by faith in Christ Jesus, they're going to experience everything this passage tells us about baptism. What exactly is baptism? If this is your first time in a church, the physical act of baptism involves a person being fully immersed in water for just a second and then coming out of it. This physical act of baptism has deep spiritual significance. Spiritually, baptism is a joyful and public celebration of our union with Christ. As Pemia, Varun, and Varsha are baptized today, they are proclaiming to the whole world that they now believe in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, and that their whole life is united with Christ Jesus. If you notice the passage that we read, it does not just merely say we were baptized. It says we were baptized into Christ. We were baptized into Christ. So baptism celebrates a joining together, a union. And baptism 
is a joyful and public celebration of our union with Christ. Union with Christ. Becoming one with Christ. Being joined together with Christ. In one sense, baptism is like marriage. You know, a couple would would meet. They might get attracted to each other. They start dating. They fall in love. And then they get married. Similarly, an individual discovers Christ or to put it correctly, Christ discovers an individual. He or she gets to know Jesus through a community of believers like us. He or she begins to experience by the Spirit of God faith in their heart in Christ Jesus. And as the faith grows, they fall in love with Jesus and then they are baptized. And so just as marriage is a union, baptism is also a celebration of our union with Christ. And so today, Varun, Varsha, and Pemia, they are joyfully celebrating their union with Christ. Nothing less than that. Baptism is a celebration of three realities. First, baptism is a memorial celebration of past deliverance in Christ. Second, Baptism is an experiential celebration of present power in Christ. And third, baptism is an expectant celebration of a future hope in Christ. Celebration of past deliverance in Christ, celebration of present power in Christ, celebration of future hope in Christ. Let's look at the first one. Baptism is a memorial celebration of a past deliverance in Christ. Verse 3 from the passage that we read. Or don't you know that all of us who are baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? What does it mean to be baptized into the death of Jesus? To understand this, we first need to understand the death of Jesus. How did Jesus die? Why did Jesus Christ die? Christ Jesus was the Son of God, born of a virgin, sent by the Father the Heavenly Father, God Himself, as a Savior into the world. He came to the world. He was tempted in every way just as we are, and yet He was sinless. And yet, He was one day hung on the cross, beaten, bruised, and crucified. Crucified to death. Yes, He was crucified by the Roman soldiers upon the instigation of the Jews, But the truth is, the reality is, Christ was punished by none other than God the Father himself. He was not punished for his sins, for he is absolutely sinless. But he was punished for every one of your sins and mine, and the sins of everyone who would come to believe in Jesus. So when this verse says that that we were baptized into the death of Christ, it means that our baptism today unites us with the death of Christ over 2,000 years ago. So Varsha, Varun, and, and Pemia, as they are baptized today, as you're being baptized today, you're, in your baptism, you are being united with the death of Christ on the cross 2,000 years ago. Baptism is nothing less than that. 
when this verse says that we were baptized into the death of Christ, it means that as it was as if 2,000 years ago, God punished you. But you were not the one who was punished, but Christ was punished in your behalf for every one of your sins, past, present, and future. But your baptism today connects you to the death of Christ as your substitute on your behalf. And because Christ was punished and because through baptism you're being united with Christ in his death 2,000 years ago, the Bible says there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. You are loved, accepted, every one of your sins fully paid for. That's the first thing baptism is. Baptism is a celebration of our past deliverance in Christ. So Varun Vasha Pemia. You can rest assured that today you are celebrating that all of your sins have been forgiven. The second observation on baptism from this passage, baptism is an experiential celebration of present power in Christ. Present power in Christ. I don't know if you noticed, but this passage is not written for people who are not yet baptized. This passage is actually written for people who have already been baptized. Look at verse 3. Don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ were baptized into his death? So Paul is clearly speaking. He's preaching on baptism to people who have already been baptized. So why is the apostle Paul who wrote this passage preaching on baptism to a people who have already been baptized? And it's, the answer is a simple one. All of us struggle with sin, some sin or the other, even after we become followers of Christ Jesus. And so Paul begins this passage by saying, shall we go on sinning so that grace might increase? And he says, no, not at all. Then he goes on to say, don't you remember that when you were baptized, you were baptized into the death and resurrection of Christ? So what, is Paul, what Paul is telling us here is every time we experience a struggle with sin, remember your baptism, and in that remembrance of your baptism, you will find present power in Christ to overcome every temptation. And so every time we face a temptation, we can look back at our baptism, remember our union with Christ. And it is in this union with Christ that we find the power of Christ to overcome our temptations. So Paul is inviting us to see baptism as an experiential celebration of the present power of Christ. This is the second reality of our baptism. So Varun, Varsha, Pemia, when you take baptism today, you need not be afraid thinking, what if I sin tomorrow? What if I don't lead a life pleasing to God? So often, and I've seen this in so many conversations with so many people, people say, I'm not ready for baptism. I need to fix my life a little bit more and then I will take uh, baptism. I'm not good enough to take baptism. That's something I've heard over and over and over again. Let me tell you something and let me tell you something straight. We will never be good enough to take baptism. 
That is why we take baptism. We take baptism because we are never good enough to please God on our, on our own good deeds. The only way we can please God is through our union with Christ Jesus. And it is baptism that signifies and it's a celebration of our union with Christ Jesus. So you don't fix your life and then take baptism. But we take baptism out of a desire to experience the power of God through our union with Christ so that our lives become, life becomes better and better and better all through the grace of God. So Pemia, as you, Pemia, Warun and Varsha, as you step into the waters of baptism, I want you to remember this God who began a good work in you will bring it to completion in Christ Jesus. And finally, here's the third reality of baptism. Baptism is an expectant celebration of our future hope in Christ. We find this again in verse 5. For if we have been united with him in a death like this, we will certainly also be united with him in a resurrection like his. This life... It's not the end. Imagine if this life is the end of everything, what what is our worth? Is there is there any meaning to our life? If at the end of the day we just die and we become dust and, and that's it, our consciousness is gone, wiped out, terminated, there's nothing. What is a life worth? What is the meaning of this life? There, there is no meaning. So baptism is a reminder that this life here and now is not the end. Yes, we will die. We will all die a physical death unless Christ comes again before we die. But when Christ again, Christ Jesus comes back again, and the Bible assures us that one day Jesus is coming back. When Christ comes back again, all of us who are dead in Christ will rise again with a new glorious body like the body of Christ Jesus himself. And we will live for eternity with Christ Jesus. Death is not the end. We have a new hope, a new heavens and a new earth that that we look forward to. And so, baptism... Just because, just as we died with Christ, we rise again with Christ, and we can look forward to a resurrection like Christ's own resurrection. So baptism is an expectant celebration of our future hope in Christ. So let me summarize the three things that we've looked at. First, baptism is a memorial celebration of past deliverance in Christ. Second, baptism is an experiential celebration of present power in Christ. Third, baptism is an expectant celebration of a future hope in Christ.